See, we all knew, we all knew that if Kenny Malkin's replacement to open this NHL season was going to be Evan Rodriguez. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. Penguins and Red Wings have a preseason game tonight at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. There will be one more after that. Then it's the real thing. Tuesday night in Tampa, cup banner raising the whole deal. And when Mike Sullivan starts sending those guys over the boards, the first line's going to be Jeff Carter, Brian Rust, and maybe Jake Gensel. If not, it'll be Danton Heiden. The second line will have the usual wingers, Kasperi Kapanen, Jason Zucker, and Evan Rodriguez, right in the middle. Do not say you were not warned about this. Do not say you were not warned. I brought up his name all along. Not because I or anyone, including Evan himself, would equate him to Gino in any form. It's always been about the broader picture. I've talked about this quite a bit this week, but now we're starting to see it really solidify. Evan Rodriguez was centering that line again yesterday in practice in Cranberry. He did it this past Sunday in the kids game against the Wings. This is where he's going to end up. I've said all along that Radim Zahorna was going to get a look, but he would have had to blow people away with fundamentals, with puck possession smarts. He didn't do that. He scored goals. I think everybody knows he can score goals. He's created offense. And there are going to be situations where that's going to be needed. Like, you know, when you're behind in the third period. But for the purposes of winning the game, for the purposes of a 60-minute plan, this head coach with this mindset that he's always applied, was always going to go with defense down the middle. And now look at what is starting to take form. Jeff Carter is Jeff Carter. I wouldn't call him a defensive center. He's obviously you know, good in his own end and sound and everything else here. Jeff Carter's on the first line because he's Jeff Carter. But after that, it's Rodriguez on the second line, Teddy Bluger on the third, and my bet for centering the fourth line is Brian Boyle. I believe he's going to make the team. I believe that the other players who've been making something of an impression, including the younger guys like Drew O'Connor and so forth, they're going to get kind of thrown into slash roles on the fourth line. Like, let's see who's playing the hottest right now who's showing us the most. But they'll work their way around Boyle and probably, honestly, not get a whole lot of ice time. And on top of that, you're going to see some decisions made entirely based on PK. Defense down the middle. That's what this head coach wants to see. This head coach would be ecstatic 
with going through the state of Florida against those two teams to open the season and coming away with a couple of hard-earned points. If that means winning 2-1, uh, going to overtime or shootout and getting a point that way, whatever it is, he's not going to be looking for style. You know, he's not going to be looking for pizzazz. That's why Evan Rodriguez is going to take Gino's spot. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need, and they in turn need your help. For every dollar that you contribute, they can convert that into five full meals that get produced and distributed. One dollar equals five meals. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how you can make a difference as well. Evan Rodriguez spoke yesterday after practice in Cranberry about where the team is headed realistically over these final few days before the flight to Florida. Yeah, I think, you know, when you have guys like that go down, um, you know, everyone kind of knows they have to pick up their game and, you know, everyone gets an increased opportunity, increased role, and I think guys thrive on that. I think guys, you know, relish it, want it, you know, want to have that chance, and, um, you know, it'll be a nice chance for everyone to kind of prove themselves early on in the season and show what they can do. Mind you, I'm not here to cut up Evan Rodriguez. This is a a sound hockey player. He doesn't belong on anybody's top six in almost any circumstance. But this is this is different. This is, you know, two generational centers out and one head coach who believes that the best way to get through October to get points off the Lightning, the Panthers, Maple Leafs are coming up. Not that the Maple Leafs are great, but the Maple Leafs score. You're not going to get into some kind of skate fest with them, certainly not with this roster. So Sullivan's setting things up now toward the kind of hockey that he believes will be necessary for the Penguins to get points out of games. I'm of the firm belief that the month of October will not be pretty for the Penguins, even if they get a bunch of points. Because I don't think the hockey will be pretty. I don't think what they're going to be doing will be pretty. You're not going to see a ton of goals. You're not going to see a bunch of highlights. You're going to see a whole lot of this. Evan Rodriguez, Teddy Bluger, and Brian Boyle, and hopefully, from the Sullivan perspective, all of the wingers following suit. I'm not a, a guy who looks at Evan Rodriguez and thinks I'm going to make some kind of big pronouncement about what kind of player he is or what kind of impact he can have individually on the Penguins, even in this setting. I've always seen him as, well, this is going to sound mean and I don't want it to, uh, like a headless chicken type. I mean, he's he's just flying all over the place. He's a disruptor. Again, that's not... A dig. That's something that you want if you're a head coach and you're looking to have the other team be less visible than you when you're on the ice. For better or worse, when Rodriguez is out there, you see him. 
He's he's fast. He's really light on his skates, and he's zip 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 all over the place. So if he's doing that and he's annoying the other team enough and winning the puck enough that they're not getting scoring chances, well, wonderful. Wonderful. That's that's ideal. We'll see how this all plays out, but this is what I've been talking about for quite a while here, that this was never going to be about who flashed talent or potential or turning the page to the young guys. Not now. Can't do that with Sid, Gino, and possibly Jake Genselot. Just can't. Evan Rodriguez is the guy. When we come back, just one question. Just one question, and that's always brought to you on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is just 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, for listening to this show, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com/dk. Our J1Q comes from Mark Mydell, who's asks, should the Penguins really be in a hurry to sign Malkin to an extension during the season, or wouldn't it be wiser to see how he bounces back from his knee injury? It would still be a pretty big mistake to invest 6 or $7 million a year in a star player at the end of the line. Mark, I agree with everything you say, and at the same time, I completely understand where the Penguins are coming from. This comes all the way from the top, meaning Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle. They believe, undoubtedly in part because of Mario's own background, that the superstar, the generational talent, as I described him in the first segment, should be treated in a special way. So to an extent you're going to see the Penguins pay for past performance. I know, I know. They're not going to say that. No one wants to hear that. I'm just trying to be honest with you here. They're going to be paying him for past performance to an extent. But here's the thing, Mark. When you look at Geno's most recent seasons, the biggest issue and this is not a small thing, obviously, is injury. He's also had stretches where he's been really hard to figure out. He's done some strange things. But most of those, as Geno's told me himself, were founded in a difficulty in getting his skating where he needed it to be. Once Geno gets the wheels going, everything is going. That still applies. I don't know how many people here would have the stomach to put Game 6 against the Islanders back on and watch it in full. But I was there and covered it and still did that. And the best player on the ice by about a zillion miles was Gino 
playing on a knee that he knew at the time was going to have to get cut. He knew that, gave it a billion percent, and was just a force like no one else out there. It was an amazing sight. He still has that. He has to get healthy. Knee surgery in 2021 is not what it was 20, 30 years ago. This is, I was about to say, a pretty cut-and-dried situation. I didn't want to make light of the, the scalpel. But it's not something that is real iffy. When players come back from knee surgeries, their knees come back stronger than they were before it got hurt. I don't want to gross everybody out and get into why, but it's a pretty simple part of the human body. It's eminently correctable. So I'm not that worried about the knee. I'm not that worried about the performance. I wouldn't want to see a deal that would look anything like Alexander Ovechkin's in Washington, where he's getting paid till he's 40 years old, close to $10 million a year. Ovechkin's in his own category, meaning what he means to that franchise. He means everything to that franchise. He is that franchise. He's going to be chasing Wayne Gretzky's goals record for crying out loud. They don't have half the fans in that building that they currently do without Ovechkin. So I understand what Washington did and why this summer. That's not going to apply to Geno. I think your price range that you cited, six, seven, something like that, probably six, will do just fine. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow. Thank you.